With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The lease is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Welcome back to the Houston Dynapod podcast. This is season three, episode 14. I haven't been saying that, Joey. I've, I've been just neglecting my responsibilities as the host and i'm here with my hetero life partner joey stats what's up dude hey what's up guys yeah i was thinking earlier like if joey and i were a couple okay my perfect evening would be me laying in bed with my head on your chest and you just telling me statistics from soccer leagues across the globe just random stats while gently caressing my hair we could go to the gym together. I would ask you no questions. Could you imagine that? Imagine like not watching the game with a woman. Not I could imagine. A... Dude. We were just talking to somebody and I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm going gay. 
He was like, seriously? And I was like, no, no, not. But like, sometimes I think about it. Like when I watch a sporting event with, with a woman, all the questions, like my daughter, ma'am, the questions that she asks, she, yo, she was at the home opener against Austin. We're up two nil. And she goes, dad, who's winning? <laughs> I was like, for real? She goes, are we green? I was like, get out. <laughs> you need to leave. But, uh, let's see. First, first piece of business. Uh, if you're listening, Rate, review, and subscribe. Also, sorry for the ads. They're paying me more. So the ads are running more. The ad format has totally changed, and I, I like it. We're backed by reliable sponsors, not just me pitching Anchor. It's actually kind of nice. And uh, to the new listeners, there's fucking quite a few of them, uh, we appreciate it. But get out there, like, rate, review, subscribe, and leave some stuff on uh, Apple. So, Joey, it's been exactly a week. Maybe yes, yes, yeah. We're we're pretty dude. We're pretty regular right now. Yeah, usually on the Monday. Is it Monday? It is Monday. Yeah, it, it is. is. Hell yeah, hell yeah, it is. So, uh, I think I already know the answer. But what'd you do since the last time we talked? Anything? Anything exciting? Hmm. Went on a nice hike yesterday. That was fun. Oh, tell me more. I was just in some of the mountains by my house. Ah, oh, I miss mountains, dude. They're nice. I miss them so much. You ever uh, get, well, you said you haven't smoked in a while. Yeah, Did no. You, you ever get like toe up and then go for a hike? No, because I haven't since I've lived here, so. Wow. We uh, We used to do that in Arizona quite regularly. We probably, I should probably be dead. Like, if we're being honest, I've done so many stupid things. I should be dead. But Arizona's got some really nice spots, too. Oh, yeah, man. I went to college in Flagstaff. We used to hike down in Sedona, Oak Creek. Mm-hmm. Hiking Sedona's Flagstaff. The best. Oh, it's so nice, man. I'll be there next month. Damn. How far of a drive is that from Albuquerque? Six hours? In and around there. Yeah, I'm going on, on the way to L.A. for that game. You're going to drive to L.A.? Yeah. Wait, AL, LAFC, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Galaxy, we're home. Yeah, we're home for that one. And, uh, yo, you guys that are listening, I will be joining with the News Around the Galaxy guys uh, Wednesday. And that preview will release on Thursday. So, Joe, my buddy... My my best podcasting friend. What did you think of the game, dude? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was like one of the worst games I've ever watched. I'm going to say a name, and I don't want you to hold back, okay? I want you to give me your full opinion on this person when I say their name. Are you ready? All right. Tori Penso. Yeah, she wasn't great. Joey, they can't cancel us. Say what you want. <laughs> no, I, I really don't got much to say. She wasn't a great performance from the referees, but it's not just her too. It's also the VAR people. Doesn't she have the final say when it comes down to the VAR reviews, though? Yeah, but she also has to. She also has to get asked to review it too. Here's what I don't get, man. This this official, she missed every single one of these in real time. Everyone. The, and she missed the handball in real time. 
How did you fucking miss that? Like, did you well, see the? Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with the refs with VAR as a thing now. They like to let just let the play run and not call things in real time. I think that makes them lazy. Oh, definitely. Like, okay. And then, uh, man, I don't know. I know you're not in Houston, but Cindy Burbano, yeah, Burbano. Apparently, she's a reporter, and I guess she's an aspiring model. She doesn't wear a lot of clothes in her new stuff, like at all. Wow, you should Google her. Whoa. Okay, you know what? If I look like that, I wouldn't wear clothes either. I take it back. What's the name? Cindy Burbano, B-U-R-B-A-N-O. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. God. Yeah, you could wash clothes on her abs. Ah, oh, oh. Anyway. I can't find it. I'll look later. I'll just, I'll, I'll send it to you in the chat. But uh, man, look, I, I talked about in the pregame. Joey, did Tori Penso set female officials back a decade? No. All right, it's not that. Think. It's not as big as as that. Do you? All right. This is a touchy question. Do you think that only men should officiate men's games and women should officiate female games? No, I don't really think it matters. They do a good job. They do a good job. I just want good refs. I don't care who what they are. So I think the only time it matters. Do you remember the dy- there was a Dynamo Dose game, and it was a head female official, and the shit got out of control. Do you remember seeing the footage from this? Which game was that? I don't remember that. It was last year, maybe versus Colorado too. I don't remember. It was I didn't here. watch all of those games last year. It was in Houston. It was at Aviva. And I think it was in Doye, or maybe it was Brooklyn towards the end. Man, shit went down. And it, it, it look, it, not bothers. It worries me that, uh, look, in some cultures, men are raised to not respect women. I see it all the time in the classroom. And in conferences and in fucking Texas, you don't know how many times I've gone out with like a woman or an ex-wife and we gone to do a sales thing, buy a car, buy a house. It's funny just to watch them only talk to me. But it worries me that sometimes if something happens physically, one of these ladies is going to get hurt or is going to be unable to get them under control because they don't bring the same level of uh, machismo. I don't know what to, I don't know what to call it without pissing somebody off, but. Not as intimidating, I guess. I think it's more just so that the players need to get used to. Yeah, it's not going away. Oh no, it's, oh, no. it's not going away. Not not at all. Uh, it's and in fact, you're only going to see more of them, boys. And it's going to uh, it's going to piss some people off because we still have a healthy misogynistic population out there. But uh, yeah, I didn't think she did very well at all. I thought uh, you and I were talking. And you really think the foul on Coco should have just been a free kick? I I think so. I got it's something you got to. That's kind of hard call to make because it definitely was a foul. But I think the contact started right before they got onto the line. It to me, it looked like there was a second incident of contact. You know what I mean? Like, like if you ran somebody over and then backed up over them again. It looked like there was a hit, like two, like quick, quick hits, and the second one was the one that looked like he took him down. Yeah, it, it, it depends on how refs call it, because sometimes they do call with the they'll call it with the way the contact starts, which is how you're supposed to call it. Sometimes they will, if there's like a little second kick out, they'll call that. 
I just think that they need to come up with a way to make it non-objective, but that'll never happen as long as human beings are doing it. Oh, never. You know? So, uh, Corey Baird got a start. Were you excited? Uh, totally. Are you, uh, where do you stand with him? Um, he's not very good. What does he do well? Presses. That's about it. Presses. He makes some good runs that we never hit. That's true. That's true. Coco hasn't looked himself this year. I, I thought think... Coco had his best game today on Saturday. Ah, you know I'm not gonna lie, man. I was I got pretty fucked up watching the game. I was drinking Bloody Marys, and those suckers went down smooth. But uh, it was just so boring. There was nothing else to do. It was a horrible game. Both teams sucked. Uh, yeah, I mean they were better, right? Is there any is there any doubt in your mind that San Jose was better? Oh, definitely they were. I mean, didn't really take much to be better than us on the day. And then Reigns was on the wing, wasn't he? The right wing. Yes, he started out wide. Joey, you're the you're the analytical stat formation guy. What? What? Why? Why is a midfielder? Why is a guy who's a six or an eight playing up top? Um. Well, I mean, he's more. He Ben said he's very versatile, so he could he could play that wing position. He played it pretty well last week when he. When he um Canonis came off, he played out wide. He did pretty well. He could press from out wide. He's a good passer. So that's a different dimension than just a straight up vertical winger. Yeah, it didn't but... seem to work this game, but I don't think it's a horrible idea to play him out wide. And then what's what was up with Franco, Yvonne Franco? Why wasn't he playing? Um, I think we saw why he wasn't playing once he came on because he was pretty horrible. Now, I think I mean, he was probably the worst player on the field. But, I mean, he's he's consistently done the same things that he did in that game. It's just, I think we were able to hide him a little bit better because we had a, we were better overall, you know. Like, losing Tate Schmidt was terrible. It was hard. Who would have thought that he would be so important? Well, it's because we didn't have a backup left back on the bench. Well, we had Franco Escobar, but poor guy. But yeah, it, uh, was just, it was just rough for him, man. Yeah, see, I, I, the whole year I haven't been overly impressed with Devon Franco. I look at him and I'm thinking, you know what? He would not start on most teams in MLS. No, he shouldn't start for us either. Well, then, I mean, fuck. No, he wasn't the worst player. The worst player we'll get to. We will at the very end. But I was a little shocked to see Reigns out there. But I thought, you know what? I, I trust Ben Olsen. I, I do. I know a lot of people are upset about the offensive impotence, but look at how do you fix it? Just throw Sebas out there. Who's who's Sebas has been shit. He hasn't been good. Yeah, he was he was really bad. So I wonder. See, man, I, when I was telling you, I feel like Sebastian Ferreira was critical in bringing in Ivan Franco, and they brought them in before camp started. Right before Ben Olsen had him on the pitch. I think now that this was a mistake. I think Yvonne Franco was a mistake to bring, because I, th I really think it was, man. I think he was brought in because they're friends. I think it was a mistake. 
And I think we're going to have to sell Sebus. What do you think? Uh, I think it's too early to tell. And Sebus clearly isn't pushing himself enough to get into the lineup. Now, but his hair looks fabulous. Oh, it does. Always does. He's not as good as Franco's, though. But I, Bossy played. Who 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 impressed you most up top, man? Because I was looking at him and nobody, nobody, nobody really stood out to me. None of the forwards impressed me at all. I would like, say Bossy impressed me the most because he scored. Yeah, but he's been a he's been a penalty merchant. Oh, definitely. But I mean, goals are goals, so you can't really take that away from him. No, and if you look at the flow of the game. Like when we got into it, man, we were we were we were rocking and rolling, but man, they they controlled most of the game, even though we had a little bit more possession than them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're talking about players that impressed. I mean, there's there's really just two players that I thought in the whole team that had good games. Our turn. It was just, it was our turn, Escobar. That was really it. Oh, let me see. What did Escobar rate out at? Yeah, not bad. He rated out higher than Schmidt. They rated Herrera at seven four. They rated a Baird at a seven one. Yeah, Herrera was not great. No, but he was uh he he was better than most. Yeah, I would I would agree. I would say he was probably up there with our better players, but he definitely wasn't good. Five of five on the long balls, ninety two percent pass accuracy. Yeah, but that's that's the bare minimum we expect from him. And the link up play between uh the link up play was almost non existent. Like moving off the ball in the one twos with the forwards. It, and that's on that's on Bassey. And then Coco, right? We were talking about Coco's uh Coco missed a couple passes early on too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, start off the game. He missed a few passes right out the reins, which I think definitely affects reins because you know he'd like to get on the ball early, get going. No. And you know, they just couldn't find him. Brooklyn rated out as our lowest player tied with Steve Clark, according to Foot Mob 6 1. Well, no, Yvonne Franco and Nelson were fives. Sebus was a six. Our fucking subs, aside from Franco Escobar, were shit. Oh yeah, Ben Ben specifically noted that too that the subs were not good, which I think that puts more credit into him when you look at the lineup, because you know the lineup looked a little weird at first, but like when you see the guys that people are clamoring to start when they came on and got their chance, they were worse than the starters. So, and it's been that way all year. Which which substitute this year has come off the bench? And put in a better shift Dorsey. than the guy he replaced. Yeah, in one one match it was it was limited. But I like say, I would say in two matches. You think he was better than Steris in one of the matches? I thought he was better than I thought he was better than a Franco against Austin. Right. I'll agree with that. And I thought he was better than Escobar against Cincinnati. Wait. Oh you oh, okay. So you're counting when he subbed in for Yvonne Franco. I was talking positionally. Well, yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he subbed in as a winger. Yeah. He played winger. Yeah. And you know what? He's a guy that's maybe fucking put him up top, man. Would you do it? Yeah, I told you. I said I want him starting as a winger. And that, uh, then you still got Baird in the middle or bossy, false nine. It. But Yvonne Franco, you can't, I don't, I don't feel like we can put him out there right now. He's poor. Um, I mean, I don't think it's ready to give up on him. It's only, what four games, but yeah, it's just not clicking for him. He's getting in good spots. I think he has the highest expected goals on the team, if I'm not mistaken. 
he does, but he has no goals. Yep. So, I mean, people that were saying we want Ivan Franco because he gets the shots off and he's creating opportunities. His overall rating is a 6-4 through four matches. Fuck. That's not good. No, not at all. What's Sebastian's? I don't even want to look. I don't. I really don't even want to look. I'm just gonna get fucking sick. Yeah, Sebas is a six two eight. I mean, this is this is like blowing up in our face right now. And what's crazy is we're in eighth place though. Oh yeah, uh, so that's why I'm content right now. We're still in a playoff spot. But uh, you know, I heard an interesting question. People were talking about uh, wars, right? Mm-hmm. Joey, are you for or against war? Uh, I think against. I think everyone would be. All right. What's your what's your favorite one? My favorite war. Like if you had to look at a war and be like, let's run that back again. Uh hmm. I like the Civil War. I think it's interesting. How come? Uh, I mean, Civil Wars are all interesting because it's always in it's in your own country against themselves. And I thought I thought it brought a lot of good when it came to freeing slavery. Yeah, I, I agree. That was that was pretty important. That was that was that was the main fight. That was what it was over. And you know, you guys that are listening, you're getting this from two Yankees. So we uh I, I don't think I've ever said the South will rise again. Have you? <laughs> no. Like, why would you want it to? Why would you want that again? But, uh, you know, if my favorite war, I would say hmm, I'm gonna go World War Two. World War II is always interesting. There's always probably the most information you could find in any American wars is on that. Well, I mean, other than some of the more modern wars, but and like that's a war that I look back and I'm like, I support that one. Like that one kind of had to happen. Well, you it know? didn't have to happen. <laughs> well, if you from our point of view, from the American perspective, like if we don't get involved and Hitler doesn't attack Russia. Europe could look very different right now. For sure. But that's one where I look at it, I'm like, man, we had to throw our hat in that ring. But some other ones, like the American Revolution, we could have done without it. Britain was doing fine. We didn't need to start our own shit. Think about how much better we'd be at soccer if we hadn't declared independence from Great Britain. You think the Dynamo would be playing Arsenal like week in, week, in, week out? And then losing to Arsenal week in, week out. But then they'd be stealing a point back at the end of the match for Spurs, like Everton did today. Yeah. Lucas yeah. fucking Mora, man. I was I, I forgot it was on and I was working. And I tuned in and I saw 82 minutes, 1-0. 88 minutes, red card, Lucas Mora. And in my head, I go, it's about to happen. And it fucking happened. Fucking happened. That it's they're not very good. It's it's they're still in fourth fucking place. That's the thing. Like they're still top four, but dude, this is hard. Everyone else sucks. <laughs> this is this is a hard year. Like if because we were expecting top four, right? We were expecting the challenge to make a decent Champions League run, which we did okay. But man, supporting the Dynamo and supporting Spurs and the Jets, like it's, I don't have much to live for, Joey. Oh, the Jets better get good. So, well, they got Aaron Rodgers. He's got his crystals. Not yet. Well, they, they need to. You know, I I would be fine with them going after Lamar Jackson or Derek Carr. I, I, well, Derek Carr is already a saint. Um, he, He's always been a saint. Hard pass on Lamar Jackson. He's young. He's dynamic. 
Aaron Rodgers is a fucking diva, and he's weird. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is also a top five quarterback of all time. You put him that high? I would put him in the top three, probably. Really? I'd go uh, Brady, Manning, Elway. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Montana. Uh, Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. Bart Starr. Yeah, How many did Star win? Star three, I think. Aikman won three. Aikman won four. He won four? How many have Dallas won since? None. Ah, every year though. We them boys. Anyway, back to back to this shit. What were we talking about? Soccer related? Oh. Spurs. No, we were talking about if, if we hadn't declared independence. <laughs> how much further I don't want to talk about Spurs. How much further along we'd be. We would be a fucking force. Ah, oh, we'd be so good. This country would be just churning out talent. And if we were part of England, we'd be winning every. We'd be nobody'd ever beat us. Oh, nobody, nobody. We'd win everything all the time. Would that help, be fun though? Probably not. Help your fucking happy, George Washington. If you just sat there on your fucking farm with your cherry trees and Martha, and not led the revolution, we could be kicking ass in soccer all the time. Our league would be fantastic. We'd have thousands of professional teams. Especially if you have the six or seven levels that they do in England. God. But have to make it even more. They would, because England has what, 50 million people that live there? We Not have, a lot. We have 370 million. Dude, we'd have it'd be soccer every night of the week, year round. It would be it'd be great. I, I could I'd give up football. I'd give up every other sport. I'd just move around Houston and watch teams play. That's it. But George Washington fucked it up. So uh let's 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 uh let's ask you. You said you your worst player last game. You want to talk about him. Who was it? He got as the worst oh, player. Nelson Canonas. Oh my god. He's bad. I've been saying but, this. Uh I want to like him, but he's he's not good. He 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 didn't do anything in this game. Fifteen minutes he was one for four on his passes, zero for one on crosses, five touches. You know, was he won none of his once? He won none of his duels. He committed a foul. He didn't win any fouls. He did nothing. And the thing with him is he's what we talked twenty two. Twenty twenty. He's twenty. And his his uh, his loan ends June. End of June. There's no way we bring him back. He he he's just not good. He's not cutting it. Looking at, I mean, he's dude. He's never had a he's never had a good game. NYCFC, yeah, we just need to get that international spot back. New York was his best game, and he was uh not good in that, which we talked about. Yep. Oh, I would man. say his best game was probably Cincinnati. Cincy, Cincy. Well, they rated him five nine. Just going off ratings and everything. 
six, seven NYC. He was, that's an average performance. Six, seven's average and everything else overall 6.13 this year. Just a big, uh, it's a large drop from our starting quality, which is better than it's been, but it's still not what it needs to be. I don't even know if I'd say it's better right now. Uh, I still think this year's team would beat last year's. I would agree. I think just because the midfield. But... As the coach, too. I think Olsen is head and shoulders yeah. better than Nagamura and Ted Definitely, Ramos. But I, don't know. I think a front three of Fafa, Sebas, and Quintero is probably better than or rocking with Bassi, Baird, and Reigns or Canones or whoever they throw out there. I mean, is, it time, is it time for Thor? Time to put no. Thor the striker and move uh, Baird out to the wing? I mean, Thor was really bad against New England. Everybody was. That's true. I mean, maybe. Maybe give him an opportunity. Like the people, a lot of people are, are really soft, like they're hard on Baird. But when it comes down to it, he's playing better than all of them. But Bossy up front. Who, who up front has outplayed Corey Baird aside from Amin Bossy? Yeah, I'd say Franco has, but. Evan Franco? Yeah, I'd say, I mean, I'd say Franco has looked more capable of doing something than Barrett has. I think Franco also has a little more uh, reign when it comes to playing offensive. Like, he doesn't have to do as much as Corey. I, I just think, I think for as bad as he's been, he's been one of our better ones. It's, it's a really low bar. It is. And that's uh, that's my problem, as I'm so loyal that I, I ignore the, I ignore what they should be doing. But the thing is, with our midfield being as good as it is, we're going to be in just about every game. So, and you can't say defensively we're terrible. Bartlow didn't have a good match. I th- I put teenage as my worst player. I thought teenage was fine. That handball like that with his arm where it was that early on, like you you got to know where you're at. You have to know the situation and put your hand behind your back because that was it was blatant. There was no way that was never going to be a penalty. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, Bartlow gave away the other penalty, so. True. And I thought Bartlow, Bartlow's when I looked at it, I was like, that's a penalty. I thought his oh, was a penalty. I think it's definitely a penalty. I didn't think Baird's was. I thought the uh the foul on Baird was not a penalty. It looked it looked like he did a great job of acting. I think it was a penalty, but a very soft penalty. Yeah, I think uh I think Coco's was more of a penalty than Corey's. Yeah, it was very soft. And then uh Joey, what's what's a soft yellow? What does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. A yellow's a yellow. Yeah, okay. People keep saying that's a soft yellow card. Yellow is a yellow. Like the, the shit with Acapo. That uh that bullshit on Schmidt. That's not a red. Mm, that's no, it's not a red, but no, that that such the whole situation really pissed me off though. Like they said it was a shoulder to shoulder charge. It was not. He came from behind Schmidt and knocked the shit out of him. Oh, it's definitely a yellow card. Then it's just a situation. I just wish the team would like band together and kick the shit out of this guy. Yeah, that's all I want. It reminds it kind of reminds me like we were talking about the Jets. It kind of reminded me of last year when uh Zach Wilson would get knocked from behind and the team would just not give a shit. That's kind of what it felt like. I mean. He, it took a good 30 seconds for Herrera to even come up to the player and the ref. Like, the, I, I would have hoped to see the whole team, as soon as it happened, gets right up in that guy's face. 
And there was an incident uh, the game before against New York, wasn't it? Hard foul on one of our players, and we didn't do shit about it. Yeah, it's that's something that's a little worrying. Joey, are we are we a bunch of pussies? We 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 might be. Would you rather be this roster of pussies or last year's roster of dickheads? Because we had some pricks last year. I think we need to find the balance. Do we bring back Quintero? No. All right. Well, we need to, we need somebody to man up. And... We we do. I think I think maybe the thing was with our midfielders. It's kind of hard to bench anyone in that midfield. It's so good, but yeah, the, the the midfield three they're a little soft mentally, but they're so good as soccer players. You can't really bench them. Yeah, I think they're good mentally and good at soccer. I just think physically they're soft. Well, it's <laughs> I... like, yeah, more of like a physical mental thing. They're not as imposing as a stair as a not stair as Saren or Vera was. Yeah, that's true. But Saren or Vera just suck. Yeah, I would I would I would definitely like to take their uh. Their physicality and just inject it into uh, Artur because he would be a he'd be a wrecking ball. Yeah, Artur is a little bit of a little bit of a softy. It seems like at times. Well, maybe he'll come around. Maybe it's no, a, he's a phenomenal player. No, he has been great. <laughs> I just hope his uh his his uh, camaraderie with the boys picks up. Yeah, I mean, I think our midfield isn't what I think of when you hear "bring the nasty." I don't really think of anyone in our midfield at the moment. I don't maybe Caicedo. We really haven't seen enough of him yet. Yeah. I, I would mean, like got, to see more. They picked uh Reigns over him, but you can't say that I mean Caicedo doesn't replace Artur. Artur's no. been good. I think if anyone gets dropped, it's Coco. Coco, yeah. And and it's a it's a tough I could I could definitely see a reality where they do drop Coco. We bring we bring Bossy in more in the middle because Bossy is really having a hard time getting involved as he should because he keeps having to swap around different positions. He has to be everywhere just to receive the ball. If we had him more in the central position, I think it might add a little more dynamics to our attack. And then at that point, I would he could even throw Coco on the right wing. Honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset with that. Yeah, I think it's some. I mean, I think this lineup. The way what we have, I think it really screams out four four two three one. Yeah, I think, like, I, don't know. I think I think we look at we look at how Reigns was set up to play wing. I think you could set up Coco in that same type of role, and then you could maybe go Franco on the left, and then go Sebas to the middle. I think that's something that could work because then Coco will be there to do the pressing on the right, and you can you can even put Barrett on the left instead of Franco. So there's your pressing from out wide. You just got to hope that Sebas can at least do some sort of pressure on the center backs and kind of put them in that trap. You can't really run that 4 4 2 press in that system, though. No. Because Bassi's not going to come up as a striker and press like Coco does. I'll tell you in FIFA, I'm putting the goals in with the Dynamo, though. I am, I'm rocking the 4 3 3. I'm inverting the wings and I'm sending those fullbacks booming down the sidelines. And I have been putting some goals in on the backside, baby. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of FIFA lately, some Ultimate Team. I just packed the uh, that new uh, what the hell's his name? Zava Dutch, the Dutch icon. Uh, Cruyff. Oh, I have Cruyff in my team. Van Dyke. No, I can't Eric, his name. Eric Sviachenko. He's, he's a striker. Oh, he's Danish. Dutch. Oh shit. Grieve Shearer. Remember his name? No, they're not Dutch. They're English. I don't know. 
is killing me. I gotta go. I gotta go look at my team. Oh, I know you're talking about the big hit, Rude Hulet. Not Hulet, no. He's not a striker. He's more of a midfielder. When I play with him, he is that big ass head. He gets that head on everything. No, I'm pulling up my team. So my worst performance, I think. Uh, I don't. I don't even know, dude. I, I really don't. I. I I'm going to say teenage just because the bar for him is so high and he's a designated player. You know, like, I, I just thought he was not as good as he normally is. And I still thought defensively we were sound. Yeah, he he wasn't great, but he wasn't bad either. It's Patrick Clivert. That's who it is. He sounds like an accountant. He played for, played for Man United, right? I don't know. Before my time. No, Ajax, I, I Milan, Barcelona. I, yeah, he's definitely before my time too. Watched Ajax play to a, a draw against the Go Ahead Eagles this weekend. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch a lot of Ajax. When I watch, when I watch the Dutch league, I watch a lot of PSV. Yeah, I like them. But uh, Hulu's soccer package is pretty tits, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I like watching AZ Alkmaar a lot too. Utrecht are always a good watch. Utrecht, son of Utrecht. It's a Last Kingdom reference, uh, dude. Apple MLS subscri- subscriptions. They're not performing very well. That's a load of crap. You don't think so? You think no, they're doing well? Okay, they're, everyone's saying this today. I have not seen one actual source about it. Well, they're all sources, Joey. It's No, they're not media. sources. A lot of it is just people saying shit, and then it gets spread everywhere. Until I see an actual reputable source, I don't believe it. I still think for $15 a month, and you put in all the games at the same time, I don't think it's worth the money. I think it's worth the money. I like the additional content. I love it. It's fucking great. But like, stop playing eight games at once. I watch the goal zone, but dude, there's. I'd like to be able to watch some of these matches and not just. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just really think that whole rumor is a bunch of nonsense. And in until someone that's actually linked to Apple comes out and says that, I don't believe it because they don't even. Apple doesn't even tell the league those numbers. All right, so uh, man of the match. We both got Artur. That's who I got. Oh yeah, Artur by far. Artur, he's been he's been the, the player of the year for us right now. Him and Herrera, it's it's. Who's yeah. been better? I mean, really, I would say Artur now at this point. It was it was Herrera, but I think after our, I think after Herrera had a weaker game, and then Artur still performed at his best. Yeah. All right, so. Uh... What's your predictions for the LA Galaxy? Because uh, they still haven't won, correct? No, they still haven't won. I think Dr. Dynamo is going to cure them. I think we're going to get cure what ails them. No, we're going to beat them. What's your score prediction? I think we're going to get the offense clicking. We're going to win 3-1. That's what I'm going to say. I want to say 3-1. We're at home. We performed good at home. I think we'll go... Three three and zero on home, zero and three on the road. I think that sounds right. Uh, I fucking hate that, man. Because you know what, San Jose and Cincy, those were games we could have grabbed a point. I really yeah. think we could have. Definitely could have, but we didn't. So nope, I can't live in the past. Unless it's World War Two and the Civil War, then we can re we can reboot. But I won't be there. I won't be going. I sold my tickets. I got all the kids. All the crumb snatchers are here, and it's going to be a wet, wet, moist. Damp weekend in Houston for Easter. That rabbit's going to get wet as he hops around dropping chocolates off of people's houses. Yes, yeah, so you're not. You're not going to the game. 
now i dude I, i'm trying i'm in the process of buying a home i can't be spending extra money that's why i'm going to happy hour down the street tonight five dollar martinis there you go i think i want to i want to go try them they're going to be gross i mean i, I live in brazoria county that we're not known for martinis we're, we're we do racism well here this is this is dude there's still like a clan uh membership down here in brazoria county i'm not a part of it but we don't we don't do a fine dining very well down here so you ready for uh some listener questions let's hear them all right joey five games in what grade are you giving ben olsen on managing this team mm. b a b that comes from sig in the discord i'm gonna say c plus why b Okay, let's see. He's completely transformed this defense in midfield. That's true. I uh, I'm gonna say B just because of the lack. I uh, C plus, excuse me, just because of the uncertainty up top and the inability to really produce anything. Like yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's not like it's hopeless though. That's the no. thing. It's we I mean, we're we're up there in the league and expected goals. It's not like we're not creating anything we're it's not putting anything away no we are not but we're not you know what we didn't create much against we didn't create much against san jose six shots is that right oh yeah that that was that definitely was a worrisome game and not exactly we were great in that game but prior to it that was definitely our worst game offensively i mean and you look at it it's five games into a season with with 29 to go with, yeah, with with brand new players, I, yeah, we, I think we the fact that we're that we won two games already is really impressive. I I expected to maybe maybe win one out of our first five. Oh, they'd be calling for his head. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I was warning people it was going to be a rough start to the season. It's going to take a while. New coach, new players. It's it doesn't click right away. No, it takes it takes some time. It's a gel. But a uh, second question comes from Sarcastic Turtles. I like this one. Joey, with a future front three of central defensive midfielders, Baird and maybe Reigns, and whatever new U22 gets brought in, does anyone in this team end up with double-digit goals? And if not, who scores the most this season? Someone end up with double-digit goals? I'm going to say Yes. I think I I I think Bassey does. You think so? That He's already got three. He's Shit, you're right. Three. You're right. You're right. You're right. Who do you think's number two? Probably Sebos. Me too. He, I still he, think he'll that. he'll get a chance soon. I think when he comes in, he's going to go out and uh, he's going to score. Feel it in my bones. I do too. I could see him getting a goal this week. All right. And then let's see, did he have two? Was there two questions in there? Okay. Uh, next question. Shit. Oh, same guy. Sarcastic Turtle says, who's looked better on the field and on the ball, Bassie or Franco? Oh, Bassie by a mile. Yeah. I mean, is it? it's not even close. No. And then Bassie's also got the goals to back it up too. So he's given a. He's giving Mo Salah a run for his PK title. <laughs> What's the PK record in MLS? We'll have to find that out. I don't know. Let me look it up. 
Because Bossy, I think Bossy could Bossy could we could own a record. Do we get a trophy? I feel like it's probably Yosef or Bella. Austin would make a trophy. They would they would have their own belt for Matthew. You know, McConaughey's gonna be busy with the uh the new spinoff from Yellowstone, so I'd imagine they have to sell Driussi to uh to fund Matthew's airstream bills while on set. Yeah, probably. Okay. Who is it? Tori Penso is actually given the most penalties in, in a single match before, and it was three in this game. Nah, wow. I still don't like her. Um, Best penalty taker in MLS history is actually Amin Bossy. You see, right there. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a transfer market has it because he's, he's, he's taken three and made all three. So, Turtles, there it is. Amin Bossy is almost in the Hall of Fame for MLS. There you go. All righty, man. Next question from Cult Fiction. Oh, no, that was a statement. Bro, what are you doing? You know I can't <laughs> read good. All right. Here's a question. This one's from Mike Maselli. Mike says, when do you think the notion of us automatically losing on the road will end? Uh, it should be over. That should never be an assumption that we have of an automatic loss. Do, do I, like When we go on the road, I, I assume it's going to be difficult. And I'm not expecting a win. But I'm not expecting a loss. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's not like we were getting toasted in all these. I mean, New England, we got toasted, but in Cincinnati and San Jose, two one losses. I think as the team progresses, I think we get over that hurdle. Yeah, and, and San Jose is, it's a little bit cooler, right? It's it's a little bit further. Uh, so we don't play well on long road trips. We don't play well on the road, but. I don't think that when we go on the road, any of us should look at this as an automatic L. You know, we should be expecting the team to do something, start setting the bar a little bit higher, as Joey's told me. I mean, it, it also depends on who we're playing too. I think, you know, we travel to Seattle or to LAFC. I mean, yeah, it's a little more expected of a loss, but when we travel to San Jose, like we we need to have high expectations. And it's not always going to work out, but we have to have better expectations that the automatically think we're going to lose. Yeah. I we will were say in the game. So they were better than I was expecting for all the injuries they have. They really weren't for me. I thought they were just horrible. Oh, we were, I think we were, we were by far worse, but Oh I, yeah, we were, we were God awful and they were awful. I was not overly impressed with Cade Cowell or, uh, he's quick. Yeah. But you know, they, we did a pretty good job with him. I mean, he won the penalty, so. Well, I mean, so did Corey Baird. Yeah. I wonder who's faster. Cowell's got to be faster than Corey. Cowell's, Cowell's faster. Uh, he's also better looking. Cowell is a speeder. Like, if you were Corey Baird's mom, and you had an option to go back in time and swap Corey for Cade, would you do it? Um, No, because they really, I mean, at this point, they really have had the same amount of success in their soccer career. I would. I totally would. If Frau hyped Frau hyped up Kate Cowell as a prospect, I mean, he's just not doing it right now. I mean, you look at it, he had his his he had that one season where he had a good half season, got into the national team, got into the all star game, and then tailed off. And he just these last two seasons he just hasn't been very good at all. Yeah, so, it reminds me a lot had, of Paxton Pomacall. Well, he's a little overhyped at this point, which sucks because I, I, I like him. I want him to be good. 
his uh, his little bro just guest appeared with the uh, San Jose Academy. Little chance. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I want him to be good as a national team player, but it's it's not looking like it right now. He was my pick for the breakout player of the year this year, and it's you would have expected him at least scored by this point. But Joey, you said it yourself, we're only five games in. We never know what's going to happen. Oh yeah, I mean, I think he definitely improve as it goes, but you you would hope by now he'd at least get something on the board. I mean, you could say the same thing with Corey. You'd hope he would have at least scored or assisted by now. Yeah, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. Uh, second part, Mike says, what positions still need to be filled and upgraded to become more of a threat on the road and just in general? The uh, front, we need another attacker. We need a creative, uh, somebody in the middle that can create. I know we got bossy, but he's not playing in the middle. He's playing every fucking where. We just need another winger. Yeah, we need a winger that that, that we know can can play and produce. And what sucks is Achara is not a bad winger. But he's hurt already. He's already out till May. He's already out till May, and Smith is now out till late April. And I then hope uh, we get him back soon. Ah, oh, man. Because, like, here's the thing: Do you run out Vanderkust, who was absolute shit against an MLS next team? What do you do with the left back now? Oh, I'd say we definitely run out Vanderkust. I didn't. I didn't watch the whole game yesterday, but I heard he was better, a lot better. So. How are you watching these? They play on They're TV. On Apple. Stop. Are they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. I'm gonna have to go check it out. Are the replays on Apple or just the pro there's teams? No, there's no replays for them. Ah. No. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah, I I I only kept caught like the ends of the game when we collapsed. Yeah, it's I don't like losing. I don't like losing at any at any level. Especially the young guys. I like to see them uh No, especially when you collapse and Typical dynamo fashion like that. Yeah. It was All rough. Right. Marlon asks an easy one. Marlon asks, will we ever win on the road again? Yes. Yes. Don't Mark ask me. It. LAFC. What, what's gonna happen when I'm there? You think we're gonna you think we're gonna take down the kings of MLS on the road? Fuck no, but I'm gonna hope we do. I'm gonna be like Brutus. With Julius Caesar and stab him, put the final blade in him. I'd be shocked if we do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna remain optimistic about it. That'd be great if we did. That'd make a big statement. All right, next question from Scroggins. Yeah, what's up, Dynamo Faithful? Says our play style seems to be at loggerheads with our players. Isn't that a turtle? Loggerhead? Is what it? does that mean? Loggerhead I no turtles. Idea. I know a loggerhead is a turtle, but I don't know what it means to be at loggerheads with our players. This must be a... Isn't Scroggy the guy from... Yeah, he's the West Texas Bubba. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right, let's look this up. Uh, what? Okay. Oh, quarrelsome disagreement. A state of quarrelsome disagreement. So he's saying that our play style doesn't match our players. How do you think about that? His style doesn't match our players. Like it, it contradicts our players. I'm going to disagree with that. I think the heavy press style definitely plays into guys like Reigns and Baird and Poco. Schmidt. And Herrera, too, really. Yeah, Schmidt, too. I think it allows Herrera to get more time on the ball. It does. I, I just think it needs more time. It, it's not that the players don't fit for it, it just needs more time to be more refined. 
All right. Well, Chris Scroggy is, is dead set in this. I, I, uh, I, the second part kind of clarifies it where he asks who carries the most blame for this Pat for constructing the roster with the play style in mind, no matter the coach or Ben for not adapting tactics to the squad. Scroggy, I think it's, I think it's a little too early to say that we don't fit this play style because as you can see, you know, Ben not adapting, how many different lineups has he run out there this year? I think it's been different every single game. It has been. So I think he is trying to figure out what works best. And yeah, uh, he's definitely trying to adapt. He's trying different things. I mean, look at Reigns. He tried Reigns in the midfield position. He played he played really well. He tries Reigns in a wider position. I mean, he struggled at times, but he he didn't necessarily look awful. Yeah, and I'd rather see our 18-year-olds get out there and play and struggle. Yeah. Versus I mean, just rot on the bench and not play. If you look at what Olsen said about him, he said he said that he's versatile. He could play anywhere. He's going to keep trying him in different spots, and it's part of his development. Put him at left back next week. Fuck it. No. I feel, like he, I feel like he could definitely play right back, though. So do I. I if totally we, do. If we really need to, I'd rather him not, but if we really needed to, I think he could do it. And then, uh, you know, Sviatchenko's left-footed, but he, I don't... We don't know the status with his immigration stuff, but that could also be an option if Will Schmidt's how we could put teenage at left back. I mean, yeah. teenage was primarily a left back in Turkey. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's it's a it's an option, and I don't like Scroggy says that Pat constructed this roster with a play style in mind, no matter the coach. I think Pat Onstad has done a great job this offseason. You're not going to hit on everybody, and it's looking it's looking like Nelson was a miss, and, and he too- wasn't permanent, so. No, and Franco, Ivan Franco is also alone. But you look at Bossy, he's been good. Herrera's been good. Artur's been good. Uh, Schmidt's been good. Franco Escobar was good last game. Uh, Dorsey was a Ramos guy or Paulo, wasn't he? Uh, he was a tap guy. Yeah. So the, a lot of the guys he's brought in, I mean, Sebastian Ferreira, I don't know if he was, he was after. He was an Onstad guy. We know what he can do, so I, I wouldn't say. I think Pat has a play style in mind, and then he finds the coach to fit it. And I don't. I don't think Ben. I don't think anybody's done a job right now to where we can say they fucked up. It's too early. Oh, definitely. All right, here's a here's a fun one. Sebus, Bassi, and Ivan Franco are drowning. You have one life ring. Which one are you saving? I'm saving Bossy. I'm going to save Sebas because I think he has the most resale value. See, I'm letting him drown because that's going to clear up a lot of money on the books. And plus, what happens in that case? If a player dies, do they do they come off your roster? I think they should. What if they have an MLS guaranteed contract? Okay, well, this is fucked up. But <laughs> didn't didn't Charlotte didn't Charlotte just lose a player beginning of the yeah, year? Yeah, I, I don't. That was before the season. I don't know what happened in that case. I would hope that they let them take him off the roster, but you never know. MLS is weird. Garber's like, no, only if it's Inter Miami. <laughs> only Miami can take them. MLS off the roster. has some goofy rules, so you, I, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if they had like a guaranteed contract clause if they wouldn't let them take him off the roster. You know, you would save Sebus, but I guarantee you Sebus would push the life ring over to Bossy and go down with his buddy Yvonne Franco. 
<laughs> like no me no hermano me hermano uh no, we, we gotta talk about how much bossy and herrera seem to be getting along they're funny as hell bossy's a weird little fucker isn't he dude he is funny dude this story his instagram stories with herrera that shit's so funny what's this thing that uh sebastian put on instagram about they want me to play defense and not score goals i don't i don't speak spanish so i, I didn't really understand it uh, he he said, uh, "It wasn't. It's not all about running. You got to show some love to the ball, or something like that." Ooh, that's uh, that's foreshadowing, huh? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's some pussy shit. Honestly, I I wish he, I wish he wouldn't do that. I wish he would just shut the fuck up and put his head down and work harder and get in the team. But right, that's what they're supposed to do. Could show up to camp fit. Sebas for the first fucking time. Like that'd be nice. You're not in Paraguay anymore. Uruguay. Where's he from? You're Paraguay. Yeah. Like show up's fit, dude. You have one job. One job. That and score. Let's see if we got any more questions. What did you want to talk about? You just brought it up. Oh, Bossy and Herrera? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They're 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 a funny little pair. Bossy just seems like the biggest goofball on the team. I love this dude. I like when they said, what does your bow and arrow mean? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> like he just did it. He didn't even think about it. Yeah. Everyone thought everyone's like, oh, he's copying. He's doing the Yerudi celebration to piss him off. Yeah. He doesn't know Yerudi celebration is come on now. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know who Maximiliano Arudi is. This guy was playing in England and France. This dude has no idea. Who he... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so happy Dustin asked him about that. And, got, and it was just the most perfect answer. I don't know. He just, he just does it. He's just a little goon. I like him. Yeah, I, uh, I'm happy with him so far. I wish he was a little bit quicker. We don't seem nah, to be very fast he, anymore. He, he's very intelligent. I, I, I really like his play style. I just, he, he just needs to develop more chemistry. That's just really what it is. I think, I think maybe tactically we need to get him in some better areas instead of having him so he doesn't have to drift everywhere just to get the ball. Yeah, but I feel like it does lose some structure a bit. And then we had to we have to push Tate up the left, and would, especially in this game when Tate wasn't available to push up the left, and then when Bossy would kind of drift into the middle or drift deep, there was no width out wide, nothing at all. What uh, what what was the injury to Schmidt? I don't know exactly what it was. He just got killed by that dude. Ah, I figured you had some like Bayou City knowledge. No, I don't want to ask him about it. I think maybe he just got the wind knocked out of him. I don't know. I really don't know. Hopefully it's nothing serious. I hope so too. I hope he's good to go. <sighs> I think that's all for the questions. Is that all of them? Well, Rook. Rook says, start Sebas. Uh If he fits the system, would you just throw him out there and see what happens this weekend against LA? Or is this too important um, of a game to fuck with the chemistry? I'm starting in this game. Who are you benching? I'm benching... I'm benching Franco. Ivan Franco? Or, oh, Franco's already benched. I'm benching Reigns. I'm, as, this is what I'm rocking with next week. I'm rocking Clark, obviously. Then backline of Escobar, Bartlow. I'm going to say Sterez and then Teenage at left back. That's what I'm going to do, assuming Schmidt's out. Okay. Now I'm going to say double pivot, Artur and Herrera, and then go bossy at the 10. 
and then I'm going to go with Coco out wide, and then I'm going to go with the other wide position, Baird, and then Sebas. Or if they even want to put Reigns over Coco, I wouldn't be upset with that either. So you're, you're predicting if like you'd run out of four two three one. Yeah, that's what that's what I would go with. I think I think that will be the best way to get Bossy more involved, and that's clearly what we need. I mean, maybe it's time to give Steve Clark a look up top. He's been in the back so long. He's a, he hasn't done shit the last two games. He hasn't really needed it. Yeah, he, nah, he, well, had, the, he had a couple. He's made, he's made two saves in the last two games. He guessed right on both penalties. He just couldn't get to them. Those were fucking good penalties. Yeah, they really were. <laughs> the thing with Espinosa, he's just such a good player. I knew he was going to terrorize us. I, I, I expected it more to be from open play. I mean, he was very good from open play as well. Don't get me wrong, but God, he, he's, he's a good player. Yeah, I would go uh, next match if he's healthy. I'm going Schmidt, Hadebe. I'm going Daniel Starris. I'm going Franco Escobar. I'm going Artur Herrera Coco. I'm going Bossy, Sebas, and Baird. Yeah, that's not a bag of chat. So, Joey, you know what happened to me seven days ago? No. Seven days ago, I was reinstated on the Dynamo subreddit. Do you know what happened six days ago? You posted, didn't you? I did. I posted an episode, and I got I got some feedback from Jay Santelises. Santelises. I'm probably saying this wrong. And it quickly reminded me why I love Reddit so much. The review says, This podcast has more content about oysters, 17 being a consent age in Texas, and when you guys started using Twitter versus actual discussions on soccer. Joey, do we talk about soccer here? Occasionally. I mean, it's not our main focus, is it? Time to time it is. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, like sometimes it is. But sometimes, you know what, Jay? Sometimes you just got to talk about life and let the, let the public in, right? Like we've talked about Joey's historic weight loss journey. We've talked about all of my exploits on the dating scene, which have been comical and tragic at the same time. Joey, I can't wait till you start dating, man. Joey, dude, go download Tinder. <laughs> don't you don't gotta go date just go go get tinder and bumble and then just start talking about what these what y'all talk about yeah i have no interest in that stuff you know where do you where do you go to like or are you just not into it i'm just not uh I, I just don't do much i don't know i like to do stuff on my own i'm a very oh, introverted God. person dude like i am too until you get to know me then i don't shut the fuck up yeah that's how i am too um I don't. I like. I like to just do my thing. You know, I go to work. I go to the gym. You know, I like to go outside and do stuff. Yeah, I. I always got to be doing something. Like I've. I've always had a problem sitting still. Yeah, I mean, the the, the one thing I could do sitting still, I could. I could play football manager all day. <laughs> so, like, since I've quit smoking pot, dude, I. I. I'm like constantly bored because I'm. I'm just like, what's next? What am I doing next? Where am I going? What am I gonna do? At least when I smoked weed, I was like, all right, bag of chips and a TV show. Just would quiet everything down. See, I, I, I can't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy watching shows. What does Joey watch? Nothing. I don't watch anything. Like everyone keeps telling me watch Ted Lasso or watch whatever. And I, I, I don't really care. You know, I've been eating a lot of asparagus lately and uh, Rebecca's right. Don't eat too much asparagus or your pee will stink. That's true. 
Yeah, it's gross. It smells. I, I would wrap it in bacon, which is delicious. And uh, either way, my, my pee just smells like asparagus and like fatty asparagus. It's gross. <laughs> it is. You ever drink too much coffee and you pee like brown coffee? No. Dude. Yeah. I don't drink too much coffee. I, I, I have a cup with my lunch and that's about it. You, you're. I wish I could moderate like you. If I could live like Joey, I, I would. I'd have a lot more money. Man, I know, coffee's so expensive, and I know, it's not great to have all that caffeine. You know, you gotta have, you gotta have a good jolt in the afternoon, maybe. But that's about it. I mean, definitely don't, definitely don't drink it right in the morning. That's that's not great for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I would snort it if they made it to where you could snort it. That's how, that's how you get tired during the day. Drink yeah. coffee like the first the first like hour or two you're awake. I've this weekend, I, was, day. I was exhausted last night, man. We had we had a weekend. I got out in the sun, we did some pool time, a good amount of drinking, birthday parties, all sorts of shit. Running my kids around. My son, my son and his girlfriend. He went to her dance recital and I saw a picture of them together. She's pretty. And like his uh my students, they play with him. Like they're on the same team, but they go to different schools. And the one kid goes, Hey, how many girlfriends does he have? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, he tells me he's got more than one. I said, you know what? He might, because he's he's got the one across the way, and he's got at least two girls at, at his school that are hitting him up and talking to him. And I had to tell him, I was very blunt with him. I said, keep your wiener in your pants. And he looked at me, and I was like, dude, trust me, keep it in your pants. I was like, because it's it's a great feeling, but it can also it can kill you, and it can really change your tax bracket. It's true. Well, Joe, you got anything else? We got everything for today. And we did it. This is a popping episode. It's a good one. But uh, I will be on News Across the Galaxy on Wednesday. But don't worry. You don't got to go to their site and give them your attention because we're going to dual record it and it will be released under our podcast as well. And Joey won't be making it. Joey is at the... Uh, amateur mr universe competition he's competing so he his schedule's booked joey what's your uh what's your least favorite lift to do my least favorite lift <sighs> right now anything back related but <laughs> are you still nursing a hurt back yeah a herniated disc that's what it is dude those those don't go away man wait till you get sciatic when you get older yeah, and it's, uh, it's yeah, I was told about six weeks for recovery, so yeah, it's been pretty. I've been doing pretty light lately. It'll it'll flare up as you get older. I've got a what is it? A slip disc and one of them or a bul- I got a bulging disc in my lower back, and then you know, I got some pretty cool sciatic pain this summer. I'm talking like <laughs> laid me up sciatic pain. It was terrible. Yeah, at least at least mine. It's my upper back. Ah, oh, it's so, not bad. Lower back sucks. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not like it's gonna be set off as much. I uh, dude, I'm not a fan of squats. I love squats. Oh, leg days, my thugs days, my shit. I always feel like leg days too easy. Hell no, you're not doing it well then. Oh, I'm doing it well. I promise. I used to have sexy ass legs. I used to date a uh, oh she she was uh, she was like 22, so she was only a couple years out of high school, but she was like an all state power lifter. Damn. And she was she was like man, she goes your legs. Are phenomenal this is back like i was what two years out of the marines so i was in pretty good shape still she goes your legs are phenomenal i wish i had your legs um, 
anyway, shall we? Until uh, until next week, same time, same station. Yeah. Right on, man. I'm Finn. That's Joey. This is the Houston Dynapod podcast. Go like, right, late, like, rate, share, review, subscribe, and uh, as always, go Dynamo. The lease is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.